0: What's up, this is Zach Osborne, you're
1: listening to the Moto X Pod Show. What up, guys? This is Steak Dog. Thanks for listening to the Moto X Pod Show.
0: Don't listen to Pulp MX. Welcome to the Moto X Pot Show,
2: starring Darkseid, his co host Scotty, sometimes TJ.
3: What's up, boys and girls? We're back with the Moto X Pot Show, episode 251. Brought to you by our title sponsor, Cheruby's USA. You guys already know the drill. For decades, Cheruby's USA has been the leader in moto, plastic, and accessories. Products that fit perfect, look great, and last. Cheruby's has what you need. Whether you're looking for a full plastic kit, individual pieces, handguards, chain guides, and sliders, or anything else they offer. Even skid plates. They got a skid plate on that YZ. Looks good. Visit Cheruby's USA.com and support our title sponsor. Also on board, our co-title sponsor, Race Tech. Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket suspension modification company. All Racetech products include award winning gold valves, and settings are 100% guaranteed and made right here in the USA. Racetech also offers state of the art precision engine services and parts to all engine builders. Visit racetech.com for more info and use promo code MOTOXPOD to save. Fly Racing is still on board with us. They've been developing and innovating its gear line since 1998. You can ask any of the current riders, including Zach Osborne, R.J. Hampshire, Damon Bradshaw, Justin Brayton, many more. Dean Wilson now on Fly Racing. Check out your local dealership. Ask for Fly Racing, distributed through WPS. Go buy everything you can get your hands on, including X-Brand goggles, also distributed through WPS. The new Lucid's out, as well as the, the original GOX goggle system and the... Uh, wow, I am absolutely. But bl- the EKSS with the Outriggers, all great goggles, fantastic price points, X brand goggles. Check out your local dealership. Works Connection. Want to get a whole shot? You need a pro launch start device. Want better clutch play, Smother, uh, smoother adjustment? Got to get a Works Elite Clutch Perch. Works Connection use that promo code motoxpod20 at worksconnection.com. They also have customized master cylinder covers, you can get them engraved, radiator braces. Uh, master the master cylinder cover, Scotty. Do you have any of those on your any of those little pretty looking things on your bike that you don't get to ride anymore?
2: Yeah, uh yeah, that's I have some anodized stuff on there. It was all there on there when go. I got when I got it.
3: Yeah, I love that stuff cuz I'm old, and I like it. Looks good. Torque One Racing's on board. Our jerky snacks, right? Football season if you're a football fan, Supercross about to kick off. Gotta have your snacks. Eatourjerky.com. Use promo code MOTOXPOT21. Get you some sizzling hot, some teriyaki. Help the Wageman brothers out. Burn Lords graphics and Jersey ID. You want to get your, your Jersey lettered? You want to get Eddie from Iron Maiden in your numbers and look cool like me? Bermlords Graphics and Jersey ID. look cool like me. Me, I did. I squeaked a little bit. Shut up, Scotty, over there. You talk like that all the time. Yeah, but so, that's why but I got to get e- you. You can email those boys <laughs> at graphics at bermlords.com. They'll do a full kit. They can do numbers. They do your jersey. They can do it all. Shock Socks is on board. Protect your seals. Williams Motor Works Extreme Colors Helmet Painting. Blood lubricant oil lines. I just mixed some uh, two-stroke oil yesterday with some blood lubricants for my YZ. And, of course, I have the Barracuda line in the four-stroke. All, Barracuda. All my, Barracuda. Also on board, Power Band Racing, True Fusion Sports, and grill your ass off. I cooked chicken the other night, layered it with grill your ass off. Willy you Pete's.
2: got you got any extra True Fusion stuff? I might need it after this weekend.
3: Uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. I probably do not have any extra True Fusion at the moment. But uh, real quick, again, this is episode 251, we're going to talk to Michael Mosman tonight and Enzo Lopes. They're coming up pretty quick. We started a little bit late. Had some, our black magic.
2: We had some black, ma- our, black our magic system, magic. <laughs> our camera
3: system had an update and it was not ready to go. I guess I'll take the blame for that. So I clicked
2: a button, I think.
3: yeah, Maybe so. But anyway, I do want to give a shout out, thoughts, prayers, whatever your belief system is. To uh, Brandon Hartraff for full recovery. He Mm -hmm. has some massive injuries. I've got a list here. L1, L2 end plate fractures. L3, L4 transverse process fractures. L1, L3 spinous process fractures. Left hip dislocation. Right rib fractures, 5 through 7. Right scapular fracture. And his right uh, pneumothorax puncture along with chest tube.
2: Does, suck not, town. does not sound like absolute an suck town
3: yeah i feel bad for the guy um we don't have a lot of time because we're running lights so we're you're we're gonna race this weekend though that's what you're talking yeah. about a minute ago you're gonna race my yz
2: mm-hmm. i actually get to go do this on a motocross track be a little more on my element this time yep. maybe i'll um, actually
3: finish we'll not let you touch the bike beforehand so that we don't lose a drain plug or something like that
2: oh uh, well i can move, maybe move the handlebars back
3: Mm, i don't know I, i'm you're very lucky i'm even allowing you to ride them up one of my bikes again
2: well if you let me take it home i'll fix it yeah
3: no you can't take it home i got too much to do i got to use it next the next week
2: well i'll have it back to you monday
3: you're gonna take it home sunday night and bring it right back monday morning or tuesday yeah see i, I need it monday i'm riding monday
2: well, we'll figure something yeah, I've got, out. I guess I've i have got, to come back over here.
3: Got testing. I'll it's, bring it it's home. All, it's
2: de- detailed, baby. Details.
3: Yeah, it's it's tough when you brought somebody's bike. But, like, last time, man, you, you moved clickers, didn't put them back. You could have at least done that. Yeah, I could have. Yeah, you suck. Yeah. But, yeah, we're going to race at a local track, Athens Motocross track Sunday. TJ's actually – TJ may be back in town now. He just didn't show up for the show. I don't know. He drove home. Um, Driving for 16
2: hours and still can't make it. Yeah, what, I don't what know a, I don't what, know what his
3: deal is. He should be here. He's a loser. <laughs> But we're going to race Sunday. Saturday, I'm doing a bunch of product testing. Uh, I've got FXR gear to test, Alpine Star gear to test, FMF exhaust on the YZ, Electron carburetor on the YZ, something else, uh, EVS chest protectors. I think that's all. we're How
2: doing. do you test a chest protector? You slam into the ground. Just
3: wear it, see if it's comfortable. Yeah, <laughs> I'll get I'll get TJ or somebody in front of me to were we'll just roost, to the to roost the crap shit out, out, of out of me.
2: TJ rides a 250. If he ain't going to roost you that hard, well,
3: Steve's track off. Steve ride in front of me. I don't know. Just mainly about comfort and stuff, but we're going to do some testing for some guys. Scotty, how much time we got? Four minutes, so not much time. Have you read any of my articles I have posted on Vital?
2: I don't. Uh, it's okay. okay. To be fair, I've never gone on Vital before.
3: Wow. Okay. Well, you're fired.
2: So, uh, just I've just never been that. I've just never done that. I've never. Got, I've never been a forum guy. Um. So sue me, I guess. I I don't know, but uh, mm. well, if you would, if you're like. Do you post them on your Instagram that you're like, Hey,
3: I'm doing too many of them. I I got got to where I quit posting them on my personal stuff. They're they're on Vitals Instagram. They're on Vitals Twitter. They're on Vitals YouTube.
2: Well, now that you kindly asked me to see if I would check them out, I will start checking them out. I didn't
3: even ask you to check them out. I just asked you if you had checked them out.
2: No, I haven't, but I will.
3: All right, I did my first product test review. Came up to went out today for the. What's funny way. is I
2: actually see I wrote I I read fine, Ch- go Ch- talk over me. Yeah, I will. I I read uh, Chase's because he sent it to me. He sent it to me on Instagram. Hey, look, I wrote this article. Like, oh, it looks good, man. Good job. Yeah, but that's not okay. <laughs> he sent it to me and I read yeah. it. It's, not what it's it kind looks of looks going back. Like in- <laughs> you got to go
3: online. Like I have to edit. I, and I, I, I still read and, it.
2: Huh? I read it.
3: Okay. All right. Well, part of what he wrote is in the one that's coming out for EVS. I haven't done that one yet. Mm. But I put up a Usway hydration pack one today that TJ helped write some stuff for. I had to edit a lot of that, too. Hey, now, if you,
2: if you were to ask me to write something, I would, of course I would read that one. Well, yeah.
3: Well, <laughs> I don't know. He probably wouldn't bring the product back.
2: So, <laughs> or i <I'm> have just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm just a real Jim. Yeah,
3: you're awesome. All right. Yeah. We're going to take our... Three, nine minutes in, take our first commercial break. Ooh, look, I just got a Tinder notification. Oh, boy. Oh. Oh, might be time to go. Might have to cut the short the show short. Oh, I can't even talk. We might have to cut the show short. So that you can go cut the date short? You never know. You never know. It's probably just like they're trying to sell me an upgrade is what it usually, these stupid Tinder notifications. Because I think mine's even, it's turned off. It's not even Dude, on. Have you,
2: how many times have you swiped? Oh, I couldn't even tell you. Oh, that's I did good. most of that. Could, like, in Paris. Pump
3: them numbers, I did man. a bunch of swiping in Paris and California. But no, that's even, not
2: going to do any good here.
3: I don't look at it here.
2: Dude, I don't, even, I I don't you,
3: even have it on here.
2: I bet you that the tender around here is pretty rough, bro. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have it on Especially here. in your demographic. What's my demographic? My, de-
3: uh, my demographic
2: is 25 well, to your 45. Age, your
3: age group in, no, no. placed in
2: this area is
3: pretty 25 rough. 25 to 45 and hot. That's my demographic.
2: Yeah, that's not, that is not this, describe this area. <laughs> yeah,
3: there's some hot, you're, okay, we got to move on. We'll be right back with Michael Bozeman. What's
4: up, guys? This is the 7-Jews Trade out of Anticam. I'm here to tell you about Aturibus USA. For decades, Aturibus has been the leader in motorcycle plastic and accessories, like full-plastic
0: kits, frame guards, chain sliders, hand guards. In 2020, they are the proud sponsors of Red Bull factory KTM. Backstreet
4: Kyle's hockey, TLD KCM, and Rocky Mountain KCM, as well as many top privateers such as myself. All you got to do is go to achirubiusa.com or call 1-800-659-1440 and y'all better tell them Motorized Pajro Hey,
1: Dad. Great race.
3: All right, guys. We are back with our first guest of the night. He's going to be brought to you tonight by Works Connection. Since the inception of Works Connection in 1989, Eric Phipps' goal has been to produce works like products for the general public. With products like the industry standard Pro Launch Start device, the Elite Clutch Perch radiator braces, customized master cylinder covers, and much more. It's hard to imagine to you not going to WorksConnection.com so you too can have what the pros use. Don't forget to use promo code MOTOXPOD20 to save. Tonight, Works Connection brings us from TLD, Gas Gas, Michael Mosman. What's going on, ML?
1: What's going Mose? on? Hey, hey, I called those, you ML I was just talking to Michael things? Lindsay. Those the Works Connection? Yeah. Are, are those those things where they're like red and they're like different colors and stuff?
3: Yeah, some of it. Yeah, the, the little anodized stuff are, but then you got the, the... I
1: always thought those things were so cool as a kid. I was like, dang, that's
3: amazing. When you when you get older and you're not very fast like me, so it's all show and no go. You love all that bling bling. You
1: just yeah, I can see that.
3: Yeah, I got all the. I, I used that. to have all the little oil fill caps. Everything was anodized, made it look really fast. Sick. Yeah. Cool. How, you, how you been feeling, man?
1: Dude, glad to be on the show. Glad to be on the show. Um, I've been feeling been feeling pretty good. Getting back to it. I uh, haven't been riding a whole lot, but uh, as far as like. I just started a little bit later than some of the guys, but, um, yeah, getting back to, it, we're getting the bike sorted out. So it's, uh, it's coming around.
3: Yeah. Um, any particular reason you're running a little behind that you want to talk about um, or not so much?
1: Yeah. I, I broke my neck, um, at Ironman. That's
3: what I thought. Uh,
1: yeah. So I broke my neck there in the first moto first lap. And then, uh, I finished the race. I got 14th, uh, and then yeah when got checked out just i didn't think it was broken but it like some of the harder landings it was like not feeling good yeah and uh so anyways after the fact i went and got checked out and uh then they they were like eh, yeah we don't think you should race and send me off in an ambulance and then yeah that's a whole that's a whole story and then uh yeah. Anyways, I had uh, broke C five and C six. Wow. Uh, stable fractures, but um, yeah, scary stuff. Scary stuff. So yeah,
3: you guys kind of kept it on the DL a little bit. We didn't hear much about it. Uh, I knew you'd been pretty quiet, and I kind of was asking around and kind of and heard that that might be the case. Was it just a like? What was the crash like, <laughs> at Iron Man? What happened?
1: Um. So I I didn't get the best of start and it was kind of just like, all right, it's time to go. Like, let me just blow some doors off some fools and get to the front while I can. Cause it's the best time to go to the fronts at the beginning. And, um, anyway, so I, I started, you know, trying to make some moves and I came down off of Godzilla that, that, you know, big table down. And then there was ruts all the way across. And the, the smaller ones were on the outside and then like the worst ones are on the inside and then the outside berm at the the far turn had been freshly prepped so there was like six seven people that went to the inside one dude that went to the outside and i went straight down the middle and i said i'm just gonna bonsai to that outside berm and i'm gonna go around a bunch of people right now and so i was you know bonsaiing as one does, and. uh I was going down down the middle, and the guy from the outside starts cutting across to go to the inside. And I was not expecting it because like there's a perfectly good, smooth, fresh, prepped outside berm. And and there's like way too many people on the inside, it's a tight corner. So I just did not fathom it. <laughs> and uh the guy cut over, and then I'm in the middle, and I was just fine, but then you know i'm going fairly quick and uh he yeah he he came over and i break to miss him and then there was like breaking bumps and now instead of bonsai and i'm on the brakes in the breaking bumps trying to miss a guy so i missed him but i because i was on the brakes and like the worst section of break i got kicked and then went over the bars and uh kind of straight on my head and uh yeah. I managed to break my neck so.
3: wow that's scary that is yeah that's
1: <laughs> that makes people yeah, it's uh, feel frustrating too when you get to the end and it's like what would I have done differently there
3: right like, yeah it's just one of those things I'm, with this sport where you you just it's dangerous right things happen and you, yeah. you, you have to rely on other people at times to hopefully not do something dumb as well as you make a mistake yeah. and it just happens
1: yeah and uh, it's tricky too because like I don't know I, I'm not unaware of the reputation i'm getting uh and it's like yeah some are totally me and sometimes when you go down it's like totally not your fault and it's just tough you know because you gotta you you take all of them put them on the uh yeah they'll look the same but
3: yeah well you you brought that up i have that in my notes that yeah there's we've heard some guys say hey look Michael Moseman, like you, you're having great finishes, but then there's always these, it seems like there's just always these little things, these little mistakes. You've talked about it. You just said you're aware of it, but like, how do you, I don't know how you fix some of those things, right? Because sometimes it's freak. Sometimes it's not your fault. There's just some guys that just seem to be in the wrong place at the wrong time, you know, and I don't know how you, how do you overcome that?
1: Um, it's a good question. Uh, it's, it's not an easy question. No. Um, but I, I think I do have a path and I'll try to explain it. Um, there's one part where I feel like, uh, like concentration, right. Um, and you know, people always say "Oh, you know, remember to focus. And it's like, all right, focus on what, <laughs> <laughs> sure. you know, it's like, it's, what do you want me to focus on? There's a million things. Um so there's there's part of it that's that that if uh, as I'm in the off season critiquing myself as I'm getting back riding I'm like, you know, I think I could do with better focus because sometimes it's like um like God's giving me you know some some skills and uh and so where sometimes it's just coming easy for me. And uh and then I and I start thinking about other things. And it's not, you know, it's it's not good. <laughs> right. Uh and so that concentration piece is like something and the way you focus on that is is you got to focus on, you know, what you're doing in the present moment. You can't be thinking about um the results, you can't be thinking about the person behind you, you can't be thinking about, you know, the person in front of you. You got to be thinking about um what you're doing in the present moment and uh nobody does that perfectly. Um and so It's just a matter of, of, you know, kind of, I think that's a piece that as, as far as on my end that I think is, is really important. Um, and then I think there is a piece of like on the bike end, uh, in my earlier years of racing. And I think even this past year, um, some that like when you get it at race pace, you tend to push things, you know, a little harder. And you tend to ask a little bit more of your bike than you would in a different, you know, scenario maybe. And when you're, you know, trying to up it one notch when you're already at notch 10 and your bike is, you know, used to you riding it at notch nine and a half. Um, then, you know, I think there, there might be room to, you know, stiffen things up to um, so that so that, you know, the bike can take it when you try to cut real hard. Um, or, or, you know, things of that nature. So I think there's some concentration. I think there's some, um, you know, bike wise that, that we're working on. Okay. And, uh, yeah, it's kind of, everything's got to come together. You know, it's, it's hard. It's, it's not an easy thing. And and then the other thing is, uh, the one that I've made quite a lot of progress on, um, though it's not always visual is uh the the self-image and like if you if you're a 15th place guy and you believe you're you know a 15th place guy then if you get a top you know 10 start it's gonna be really hard for you to stay in the top 10 like you're probably gonna drift back to about 15th mm-hmm. but also if you're a 15th place guy and you go down in the first turn like because you're a 15th place guy that's gonna drive you to get up to you know about 16th or something you know 17th where and and in some ways you'll ride better uh you know kind of where you feel like you should fit in is usually about where you'll fit in um and so i think that it's not an easy thing you know to expect yourself to fit in in first place you know or 30 seconds out ahead or or you know wherever that is it's like And so I think I've made a lot of progress in, in believing in myself and my capabilities. Um, but if you're in a position, you know, uh, in a good position that you don't see yourself being able to fulfill, um, then naturally you're going to, your, your performance is going to start to drop and you're going to see more mistakes. That's a great, just naturally.
3: Yeah. That's a really great theory. And I, I see where there's a lot of truth to that. I like that. Um, I want to step back just for a second we were talking mm-hmm. about you talk about focus and maybe sometimes f- focusing on you f- you, f- you don't focus on necessarily what you needed to, but you're still focusing on race stuff. Like right, because like if it's me out there, I'm like, oh, hey, as soon as I get done, I get to go get some Mexican food. Do I want fajitas? or <laughs> That's not where yeah. your mind's going, right?
1: Uh, I mean it. It can, it can. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I have a memory from when I was like 13 in the racing Junior World Championships. I was in seventh place, and I had no one. It was, you know, a huge gap in front of me and a huge gap behind me. And I remember I was in the back corner. It was like dead silent. You know, there's no fans, no anything. The track's European, so it's super spread out. And uh, I remember I was replaying like the movie Taken in my head that I watched (laughs) the weekend before. Yeah, okay. And I was just like replaying it over and over. And I remember realizing I was replaying it in that back corner. I was like, you know should probably focus on the race like <laughs> junior world championships big deal yeah so that's a memory that sticks out i i wouldn't say i have like you know things like that often um okay today right uh you know and, and i'm i'm I w- i'm very focused but uh you know just being like i guess just I, I know the mental side if that makes sense and it's like it's the it's it's Difficult to understand in the first place and to like seek out understanding. And then once you do understand, it's even harder to like apply it. And, um, that's where I'm at. And I would say I, you know, this past year I did a, a fairly good job, but at, at some points, I, I could have certainly done a better job okay. of applying, um, some of the mental, uh, yes, strategies and exercises. So
3: Gotcha.
2: You know, I, I, as you were describing it, I feel like it was kind of, Kind of the similar thing that we saw with Stu a lot. Like he would, you know, he'd be in first or whatever, or you know, and it just, you could see the concentration just maybe was just gone for us half a second. And like, I've, yeah, it doesn't I've, take much. Yeah, and I I I feel like that's something that I you know I I've been always kind of a scatterbrained ADHD guy myself, and I I kind of have to do that same thing too. Where I have to like have a song or something in my head that it it kind of keeps the background going, so I can focus on what's ahead of me. I I think that's something that it can be overcome, but I under, I definitely understand where you're coming from with that, and I, I yeah. th- your image on it was really was really nice. Um, I appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. So I
1: have, I have a little bit more to say on the topic. Yeah, go as ahead. Well. Go ahead. That brings up, uh, you know, another thing that's really tricky is like, it's, it's complicated because you're told to focus, but then I I would say all of us can agree that some of our best performances come when it's almost automatic Mm -hmm. and we don't feel like we're trying that hard or even focusing that hard. And it's just coming naturally. And like, that's reality for me. And even in some of those performances, you know, your mind can, can wander. And I think and another thing that I, I found really, you know, profound in in my riding, is that if I if like over trying is probably, you know, one of the most prevalent things in my riding and in I would say most riders. Uh, when you see mistakes, is when we're really trying hard. And I think when you over try, you just it's almost like you clog up the space mentally, mm-hmm. and and you're really prone to, you know, making more mistakes ultimately because you're not letting it happen. You're not letting it flow you're not you know being patient to let the bike settle or or to do what it needs to do and um you know i think that's why maybe you you know with different riders and different athletes you see mistakes happen in more um maybe heavy i don't know like heavy battles or you know heavy moments where you know they start really trying hard because you know they got something to fight for and then you see mistakes and uh And so that's a tricky thing too, is how do you focus, but also, you know, try not over try. And I, you know, even me right now, I think I'm learning about myself that maybe I'm when I'm, you know, find myself drifting in focus, I I catch it and then try to focus. But then in the mirror, trying to focus, I start over trying, if that makes sense.
3: Yeah, yeah, for Uh, sure.
1: So it's a complex thing. And, (laughs) I probably know too much, um, for my own good. Well, I think we all know
3: by now that you're, you're an, I don't know if the term overthinker is correct. Like you, you definitely analyze everything. So for somebody, if you're struggling with something like that in the mental side, then you start trying to figure out, break it all down and you're focusing on that even more. And maybe, yeah, it could just, it could be the spiral down, right? Just constantly trying to figure out what, what this means.
1: Yeah, See, when you when you do an action, then you know at the same time you're doing it, you're questioning if you're doing it right or wrong <laughs> or you know indifferent. Because I mean, I just went over three different theories, and, right. and maybe you're this right. is why I'm having my problems. <laughs> <laughs> what does what does Will Hans say? Is, um, is he
3: helping you on the mental side at all?
1: Uh, we work with we work with someone else. <sighs> um, he's kind of passed the torch, not passed the torch, but he he's kind of you know, he's on the Zoom meetings and uh, with my mental coach. And uh, oh. and I would say, like, he would say I overthink it for sure time to time. And I just don't know any different. It's like, it's kind of in my nature. Yeah, it's how um,
3: you
1: wired. And so it's tricky because anytime someone says I'm overthinking, it's like, no, you're underthinking. Or like yeah. No, so, you're, yeah. like, you don't understand. I hate so that it's stigma. So, it's so tricky. No one who's ever been called an overthinker is like, yeah, you're totally right. You know,
3: yeah, sure. No, yeah, you're. It's how you're wired. That's, my son's the same way. So right. I, yeah, just that. It's it's not overthinking. Yeah. It's thinking. Yeah, for you, that's, it's thinking.
2: Exactly. I I, yeah. I have I struggle with the same thing. People are like, oh, you just need to quit overthinking. I'm like, no, I'm just thinking about it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's,
1: it's interesting. Yeah,
2: um, Michael. So also, and oh, I go I, ahead, I think
1: there's you know, in life there's like paralysis of overanalysis, analysis. Right. And I think there's even like uh, a biblical proverb where it's like, if you, um, if you watch the clouds and you're waiting for the season to happen, you know, you'll never sow. And, you know, if you wait till the, it rains, then you'll never reap. And it's kind of this idea is like, if you in life, you're waiting for the right conditions, like you'll never move. Mm-hmm. And in that, I, I do agree that there's, you know, certainly an issue in overthinking. I think that's more direct application um, of the term. But yeah, I'm overthinking the concept of overthinking. So here we go. <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: funny.
3: Go
1: ahead, Scotty.
2: Hey, so um, I, I kind of wanted to know maybe what was one of the most unexpected things or maybe biggest developments in your life on or off the bike that you've kind of gone through this year.
1: Ooh. Unexpected things are biggest developments. Other than a broken neck. Yeah. Uh, well, I didn't know that going yeah. into this. <laughs> yeah, you don't. You don't expect a broken neck. Uh, and what you guys don't expect is that I actually got married this off season. What? Uh, so I uh, asked yes, a good question. I did? Yeah. Broke my neck, then got married. So. Uh, okay, <laughs> broke your uh, neck. Time out. Time, out, time <laughs> out. Yeah. I got. I got the brace off like the week of. Time so, out for a second. So, okay. Like how. How long were you dating this girl? Um, for a year and like seven months.
3: Okay. I knew you were dating somebody. I didn't realize it had been that long. Congratulations, man.
1: Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Very happily married. She is good for you. Wonderful. Wonderful. So has been almost two months, so
3: good for you. Yeah, man. crazy. Yeah, well that's yeah,
1: awesome. I, I've had the craziest off season. Uh um, <laughs> sounds like
3: it. Uh <laughs> yeah. Is is she allowing any homeless people to stay with you?
1: <laughs> uh no. <laughs> okay. Well, actually she may not be opposed at some point in the future. Right. I think very early on I told her that like I am someone who wants to practice radical generosity. Um and told her like if you're gonna kinda like <laughs> this is something you really want to think about doing, then like I, I gave her all the, you know, stuff up front. And then you know we we work things out for you know a year and seven months and
3: yeah uh, good for you yeah, man awesome. good for you that's a good answer Scotty that was big I yeah
1: know. see so that's why I, I asked I, the right I questions I guess. Yeah, so yeah. it wasn't a surprise to me but it was a surprise to you guys yeah
3: <laughs> yeah I, hey that works for us let's yeah. let's get to the new bike real quick because you got a new bike right. Yes, sir. How is the new bike compared to the old bike? What do you like about it? What needs improvement for you?
1: Yeah. So, um, what do I like? So, I rode the stock bike first, like bone stock, on uh, on some outdoors, and I was pretty impressed. Like speed wise, like the power was pretty good. Um, the suspension, you know, stock was was quite soft for me. Um, and then, I don't know, just the you know, general handling, I thought was pretty good. Um, I feel like the bike is a little bit more, um, it sits a little bit taller than the last bike. And I feel like it's a little bit more stable. Um, the last bike had some twitchiness in the front that we were, uh, you know, I think we were working through kind of all year. Um I didn't change much. Like I'm the type of guy like I'm not gonna blame the bike. I'm gonna take a lot of responsibility on myself. And uh I'm learning that you know there's a lot to be gained and I've been learning that, but you know, even more so the, the older I get, the more picky I get. Um I would say the thing that like needs to be improved still is I, I think we can go stiffer um still. Um, we've, you know, they started me off on some stuff that like on Supercross, that was pretty soft. And then we, you know, I think day two, I was like, all right, give me some stiffer stuff. (laughs) So then, uh, we went stiffer and I think we need to go stiffer still. Uh, I tried a stiffer fork today and it was, it was a lot better. So, uh, and and it's kind of the idea. So, you know, you guys might be suspension gurus, but I'm still learning. So one of the things I learned today is like, When you have to really trust the bike in a corner and like, um, really ask it to do a lot and turn sharp, you want something that's stiff and that's not going to give, um, because it gives you a more direct feel on in the corner. And then it also, um, it gives you more room to go even faster, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So if you're too deep in the stroke, um, then you know, it it gets a little bit, I don't know, a little bit more unpredictable, I think. And so a lot of people, their stuff feels really stiff to them, but it's because it's soft and they're riding deep in the stroke. And so it's giving them a harsh feeling, but it's actually too soft where the top of the stroke is, is more plush. So if you have it so stiff that you're only using the top of the stroke and occasionally you get deeper, you know, uh, then it's going to feel uh it's going to feel softer but it's actually going to be stiffer.
3: I'm going to tell so. you that this that conversation that you just gave me this weekend I rode and I had I was riding my YZ 250 which I don't ride much. It was so uncomfortable. I couldn't figure out what was going on with the suspension. I reached out to my suspension guy. I reached out to Chris Kiefer. Everything they said made all very little sense to me. What you just said made all the sense in the world. So thank you. Yeah. I uh, gonna, I appreciate that. I feel like I could go ride that. this weekend and figure my problem out now,
1: Scotty. I want to thank seriously. you too,
2: because I'm riding that yeah, bike you, this weekend, so I really appreciate yeah, that. <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm gonna, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean we rode a different track and I you know I got it pretty comfortable and I started, you know, getting up getting up to pretty good speed and uh you know, consistent laps and uh and then yeah, we went to another track and it had a little bit steeper transitions, a little bit more awkward, a little rougher. And uh I didn't have the best of day. And then later that day I was like thinking about it, you know, thinking there i go again. And I realized is all the transitions were steeper and harsher. So because they're so they were putting me deeper in the stroke. Yep. And then I would feel like unsure as to you know, sometimes when it goes deep in the stroke, it wants to pull one way or another in the rhythms. And uh You know, that's why sometimes people will go for a really big jump and they'll they'll like go sideways Uh or like, you know, when they land, you know, or overshoot something, they go shoot off sideways one way or another. And it's just, you know, it's, it's, it has to do with the balance of the bike and, uh, but yeah, anyway, so, so there was part of that. And then another part of it was a lot, there was some hard landings like into the turns and I was feeling like there was a pause in the middle of my corner, but what was happening is because my suspension wasn't stiff enough, I would land, and then it would it would go down and then back up, and then it, then I would be in the middle of the turn. Mm. Instead of you know, if it was stiffer, then it would be more one motion and it wouldn't go down quite as much. And then by the time I got to the turn, it would plant because it, it's not having quite as much up and down motion. Yeah. And so that, I, I felt I I felt like super rushed on my entry to corners and I couldn't roll it like I'm used to because it was wanting to, you know, push me high or, you know, my front end was getting light where I wanted to cut down. And it's because it, it just wasn't taking that impact quite right.
3: I like the insight to that. That really helped me out quite a bit. I'm no joke. <laughs> no,
2: no side's joke over here. Like
3: I want to go load up, go ride right now. We've got to get some lights.
2: He's got, <laughs> he's he's got the paper smoking over there. He's writing oh, yeah. us down so yeah. fast.
3: Go ahead. Scott. We got one <laughs> go more like for that. you, Michael, and we're going to let you go.
2: Yeah. So, you know, especially off of what we've talked about this evening, and it seems like you've kind of gotten, you're in a really good mental headspace and everything. I just kind of wanted you to compare your expectations of going into this season compared to some expectations that you've had seasons prior.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I actually haven't fully set my goals yet. Um, I plan to do that within the next week. Um, however, uh just thinking about where they might go you know expectations last year were were really high and i think i you know i underwhelmed i think uh obviously i had some highs and i you know reached some places that i haven't reached i I think i just reached a level of riding that i haven't reached um but and so this year i think the goals in some way are going to be similar because i i obviously I want to win the championship and it's, it's time, you know, it's, it's, it's win or, you know, no one's happy and, and neither will I be. And, uh, you know, I, I always, and the thing is though, it's like, it's so tricky cause I don't want to focus on, you know, when I'm racing, I don't want to focus on, um, the result. I want to focus on, you know, my performance and what do I have to do to have a winning performance? And not everything's in my control. You know, I can't control, you know, how my performance goes entirely. And there's all sorts of stuff that has to go right. But, you know, I want to be proud every day and every race, every weekend that, you know, I executed what I knew to do, uh, well. And if I have, you know, internally and mentally a winning performance and I was focused at a level that I'm happy with, then, you know, the results, they'll, they'll happen naturally. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I mean, I think it's, you know, I, I think that speaks kind of close to your question. I don't know if that's, yeah, I, no, I like that. Like yeah. you,
2: you know, like you, you say, if I, if I do these things right, then that other stuff will just happen. And I, I, that has been one of the things that I've, I'm 32 years old now and I didn't learn that for a long time. And I always would try to fix, fight and fix all the details Rather than just you know doing what I need to be doing and then letting all that stuff work itself out,
1: yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think narrowing it down. You know what's interesting? Uh, I've heard this. I don't, I don't know that it's true, but so you know how like some athletes they just go on like incredible years, right? Where um, they win everything in their sport, and you know like Michael Phelps, like going to the Olympics and win everything, right? Mm-hmm. It's like. Most of those guys, if you ask them after the fact, like if they expected to have such dominance, dominance, they don't really expect it. And the reason is, is because they're not thinking about the result; they're thinking about the steps of performance. And because they're thinking about the steps of performance, you know, the results happen. Um, but the people that are caught up in the results, you know, usually end up missing on the results.
3: Right. Yeah. That I mean, good stuff so. tonight, Michael. Really. It's always so insightful talking to you. You're just, as we've said many times, you're, you're a different personality in this sport, and I love hearing your insight.
1: I appreciate that. I appreciate that. So, absolutely. Yeah, it's, uh, it's fun. I, I, it's fun having, you know, it's fun getting interviewed. <laughs> <laughs> people, it's, you know, it's a nice thing when people care what you have to say. Well, you know,
3: I've been a fan of yours since I met you in what, 18? Yes.
1: I think, yeah, no, it's, it's been a bit, it's been a bit, you know, yeah,
3: sitting there, I don't know, we have
1: a special relationship, you know, you, you were, you were like big fan before, you know, before anyone was, yeah,
3: yeah, <laughs> I, th- I think it was maybe St. Louis or something, you were there at the press conference with your mom, and yeah, I, I don't remember what round it was, I want to say it was St. Louis, but that might not be right, but yeah, yeah so dude, yeah, I, I just like you, man, I think you're a good kid, obviously you're a good kid, and you're not even a kid now, you're a man, you're married, <laughs> but to me, your kid, and yeah, you're just you're just a different personality, and I enjoy it, man. So thank you for being you, and I cannot wait to see what you have for this season.
1: Hey, thank you so much, and uh, yeah, you'll, you'll have to uh, meet my wife. I can't wait!
3: I can't wait! I will definitely come say hi. I'll be at a lot of races this year. Now that I work for Vital, I don't know if you knew that, but I'll be okay. I'll be at a lot of races, so I will definitely come by and visit.
2: He's big time now, Great. Michael. Getting you got to get in line now.
3: Dang, okay, okay. <laughs> no such thing. <laughs> same old guy, man. Same just like you, same guy. Yeah. Love it. All right, love Michael. It. You have a good night. Enjoy your Bible study and thank you for giving us some time.
1: Right on. Okay, thank you guys. You. And uh listeners keep enjoying. Yeah.
3: See you guys. See ya. Thank you. Michael Moseman. Man, I just dig that kid.
2: And you were worried, but we were going to get good stuff out of him, and he's like, "No, one of those... I was
3: worried that I didn't have good questions." Oh, well, I he of... wasn't going to give good content. That it kind, I... of,
2: it kind of worked itself out. Yeah,
3: because I wasn't sure if he had gotten hurt. I had heard he had a neck injury. Didn't know if he was going to want to talk about it. So I yeah. had it in my notes, but I thought if he gets into it and he and, it, and I was correct, that's good content. But if he just no, nah, I don't want to talk about it, then I was like, oh boy, we're kind of. But yeah, he he just yeah. he's just a good interview.
2: Yeah, I I uh, didn't really had the time to squeeze it in but i was like i was gonna say he, he pulled a mike tyson where like he was at the end of that fight and i'm like what what happened in that fight mike was like i broke my back my back's broken <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah he just finished a race with a broken neck and just right. nope yeah, yeah no yeah. big deal right, my wrong. neck was broke yeah all
3: right we gotta take a break we're uh, about three minutes late for Enzo, so we'll be right back
0: if you're like most racers you've dreamed about riding a works bike with all the trick parts since 1989 works connection has been producing works like products for the general public when Steve Lampson and Team Peak Split Fire Pro Circuit used Works Connection in 1990, they quickly gained a reputation for quality that the pros would use. Three decades later, the company is still known as the leader in quality, innovation, and customer satisfaction. The industry's standard Pro Launch Start device is used by many of the teams, such as factory HRC Honda, Star Yamaha, Pep Suzuki, and many more. Hole Shot Specialist Vince Freese, as well as Jet Lawrence, Eli Tomac, and Chase Sexton all trust Works Connection to get them to the front. And don't forget, you can also get the Elite Clutch Perch, radiator braces, engraved Master Cylinder covers, and much more at worksconnection.com. Use promo code MOTOXPOD20 to save at checkout. Works Connection, the choice of champions.
3: Hey, in case you didn't know, Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket suspension modification company. All Racetech products include award-winning goal valves and settings are 100% guaranteed and made right here in the U.S. of A. Racetech also offers state-of-the-art precision engine services and parts to all engine builders. The staff has over 65 years of championship winning experience. It's so good that many of the top privateer teams, such as SGB Honda, Team Solitaire Nuclear Blast Yamaha, and Motul AJE Gas Gas, as well as Jerry Robin, Kevin Morans, and many more, choose Racetech for their superior performance, reliability, and their customer service.
4: Hey guys, what's up? My name's Kate Clayson, and I choose Racetech because I love their desire to strive for perfection. I think we all know that perfection is impossible, but... Getting to perfection is always the goal, and I think that is something that both myself and Tech have always worked towards, and I think they can help you get there too. Hey guys, this is Alex Ray. I use Racetech components in my SGB suspension and also the Racetech engine. The reason I like it is just because uh, the engine's super reliable, tons of torque, and also on the suspension side, it just gives it that flush, nice feeling. Hey, it's your boys around Team Solitaire. If you don't Race Racetech, here's what you do. Put your hands behind your back and run your face into a wall, racetech.com. What's up guys, this is Kevin Morans and I choose Racetech because of their convenience of having Racetech centers all around the United States. Obviously within my Decker performance suspension, works really well. They're very high quality performance products Definitely check
3: them out. Hey guys, this is Jerry Robin uh, and I choose Racetech because uh, the reliable motors, good power, good suspension, and obviously
2: it's great people around and uh, been there for a long time and they're awesome.
3: Visit Racetech.com and use promo code MOTOXPOD to save.
0: When choosing goggles, we all know you have a lot of choices. X-Brand Goggles has grown into the preferred goggles for many of the top privateers, including Kyle Chisholm, Ryan Brees, Ben LeMay, and top GNCC riders like Craig DeLong. X-Brand is the result of years of knowledge from former Honda HRC test rider Rich Taylor and his dad, Hook Taylor. Whether you're leading the pack or getting blasted with roost, X-Brand can stand up to the abuse. You can visit eksbrand.com to see all X-Brand offers. From the unparalleled Lucid Extreme Definition Optics Goggle with the Wave Latch Quick Release Lens System and 4-Layer Factory Foam to the EKSS and the Flat Out Series, you will find a goggle to meet your needs at a price point you'll love. Check your local dealership for X-Brand Goggles distributed through WPS. If you want comfort, style, and performance as well as hashtag clear vision, then you want X-Brand.
4: Choose X-Brand because we said so,
0: and we're hot. <laughs>
3: We're back in our next guest of the night. It's going to be brought to you tonight by X-Brand Goggles. X-Brand Goggles is one of the top companies for privateers, such as Kyle Chisholm. Actually, I think that's changed now, Scotty, because he's going to HEP. But he's has going to where? With X-Brand, huh?
2: He's, he's going to what? HEP. I, I was... anyway,
3: uh, anyway, Kyle Chisholm, Ben LeMay, Ryan Breeze, many more. Tonight, X-Brand Goggles brings us, from Club MX, our boy Enzo Lopes. What's up, Enzo?
4: What's up, boys? How are you?
3: We're doing good, man. So my first question, I know you're coming back. You just recently got back on the bike. You had the wrist issue. How's it feeling?
4: Oh, it's back to normal now. So, yeah, I've been searching for my issue for two years almost, and it was really frustrating, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, uh, like uh, I would say six weeks ago, I underwent carpal tunnel surgery, and it was actually like something super minor, you know? They could have fixed a long time ago, but I just didn't have the right answers at the time. So yeah, right now I'm just, uh, yeah, I've been back on the bike for a while and it's been going really well. Now, didn't
3: you have, you had surgery and then had an infection, is that right? So they had to go back in?
4: Well, yeah. So I had, well, I did, like I said, I didn't know what I had. So first uh, in 2020, I did like uh, the first surgery on my wrist Okay. and then that didn't work. And then I had arm pump surgery to see if that would fix. And then that one, 40 days after, I got a super bad infection. And then yeah, it went downhill from there. And then the problem was never fixed. Okay. And then, yeah, so I- then October sixteenth is when I had surgery. I think it was no, yeah, October sixteenth. So yeah, it's been a while.
3: But yeah, so all seems all better. Man, that's got to be that's got to be uh, inspiring. Got to have you excited that it's all better it seems to be all better
4: Uh no, it's just uh it's just uh like a relief feeling is that how you say yeah because absolutely. uh yeah it's not easy to ride with like not an injury but like with something bothering you you know I just I know I have what it takes but then having something holding you back like all the time you know like I would do five laps into like the main event and I my arm would be like super big and I couldn't feel anything <laughs> So that would be like mentally really frustrating and I would line up and I knew like, I mean, I would just pray that nothing would happen, but like at every round I suffer with that and like practice, it was okay. Cause I would do one lap and it would be like really good. So yeah, I mean, I'm just glad to get that over with.
3: Yeah. I, I, you got fifth overall, I think this season in supercross, were you happy with a fifth considering the issue with your wrist that you still feel like you rode pretty well?
4: Yeah, no, it was, it was really good, actually, uh, and then the, the only round I didn't have any issues was <coughs> Daytona, which I got fifth, and I was on the podium for 11 minutes, and then we had some, uh, my my clutch was sli- slipping really bad, so I dropped, but I still got fifth, which was really good, and then in that practice, I was second behind Jet, and then Salt Lake, I went P1 in qualifying practice, so I... I mean, I know I have the speed, you know, and uh, now with my arm better, it's just, uh, you yeah, know, just gotta keep charging. I guess. Remotivated.
3: Oh yeah, I like it.
2: Yeah, that was, that was kind of one of my questions, Enzo. Is if is those results last year was kind of did that kind of come unexpectedly, and then how has that kind of changed how you're going to look at this upcoming season?
4: I wouldn't say it was unexpected because uh, me and the team we're here during the week and i know like how i feel on a bike but uh it's just it's different to translate into rate race days you know mm-hmm. obviously here we're used to the tracks the environment and it changes everything on race day but uh yeah i started slowly i got eighth on the first round and just kept improving and improving and there's something called confidence that helps a lot and uh i kind of know what to expect now i know i have what it takes like i said and uh I'm just, I'm just stoked to be healthy and uh, to be riding with with the team here and doing great. Do you know
3: th- what coast you're going to ride yet? I assume east.
4: As far as right now, yeah, I'm I'm east, and I kind of like it because it's a little bit, I would say, more technical. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and it's what I've been doing for the well the past few seasons.
3: Right, right. I remember that. Yeah, because yeah, we started in Minneapolis this last year, so yeah, east to be good. How how's the bike right now? Have you made any improvements from last year? Are you feeling pretty comfortable on it? Any changes? Anything different?
4: <laughs> to be honest, the first day I got here, I told the boys I want the same bike I rode on, in, on Salt Lake, which I was P one. Yeah, because it was a good feeling, you know. And ever since then, I've been riding the same bike. But uh, Jamie from Twisted was here uh, just last week, but he was mainly testing with Jerma uh, and Phil because they're racing Racing West. And uh, I I did try some mapping and stuff, but for me, I'm just putting the time, you know, on and off the bike. And we still have uh, like seven weeks oh, yeah. until each starts. Yeah, so we got we got we got some time. But right now, I'm just focused on getting you know my fitness back, my speed, and just getting comfortable. Okay.
2: Yeah, I wanted to ask how the how the vibes at Club MX have been this off season. Maybe maybe some highlights
4: for us. Well, we got a brand new shop, and then who they put sitting next to Phil? Me, yeah, <laughs> on the lockers. Yeah, yeah, you. We could have. It could have been a little
3: bit better. <laughs> well, yeah, nobody wants to sit next to Phil. I mean, you, Jeremy, anybody that's next to him is going to feel his wrath.
4: Oh, it's always me. I don't know. I'm <laughs> the chosen one, I guess. It's funny because. On the race days as well, I always find Phil on the track. Like <laughs> last season, this past season, yeah. So it's funny, but hey. no, we we have a we have a great time here. I mean, Phil is you know everyone knows Phil, everyone loves him. Yeah, and uh, with Germa here and Garrett, it's just good vibes. Like I said, the new shop is pretty badass. We got three tracks. Well, we just rode today. Actually, one of them. It kind of rain. It was like really really technical. So it's just really good practice. And then we also have some other teams riding here. And then the other day, we had like 15 guys riding. So it's basically the track. The way the track gets, is just like on race day. So it's really, really good for us. Yeah. I tell yeah I, it's been good vibes. It's been good vibes.
3: I've talked to a bunch of the guys on the Phoenix team, and they've been riding out there quite a bit, right? Colin and those boys.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Colin, Jace, yep. Kyle. Yeah. They're, th-
3: that team's going to be good this year, man.
4: Yeah, they're making a big effort. Yeah, they've got plenty of guys. It's pretty cool.
3: Yeah, I agree. Let me ask you this. and I don't know if you'll give me the straight answer. I heard that Phil has been faster than Jeremy a lot this this offseason so far.
4: <laughs> well, well, I've, I've been here for a while now, but it's, it's funny because one day it's Jeremy, one day it's Phil, so it's cool. Okay. Well, Phil is is really old so i mean (laughs) just for him to just for him to be riding at this point you know
3: yeah yeah (laughs) to even get a leg over the bike (laughs) he's got to use his cane to get to the bike yeah he's got to have a little (laughs) got to have his insure you're making fun i'm twice as old as as freaking phil there enzo
4: no but we're talking about fear right now don't worry about (laughs) it fair enough fair (laughs) enough no no they've both been really really good 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 to hear
3: I hope so, man. I want good things for your whole team this season, man. I, I don't want any injuries. I want to see everybody do well. Uh yeah, we got it. We got to have a healthy club MX at the end of the season.
4: Yeah, yeah, that's what we all want. I, I mean, nobody likes to get injured, and uh, yeah, just yeah, be healthy through the whole season. And uh, I think the results will show. Absolutely, it's been going good so far here.
2: Uh, yeah, just real quick, we all heard that you know J Mark had a bike issue. It was there, was, there wasn't any injury involved no, he's, with he's that. He's fine. He's fine. I, I thought I told you that. No. Oh, okay. You didn't know earlier. No. Yeah. He's good. Oh, that wasn't really good.
4: Yeah. No, question.
2: it's all so good. It's all good. Okay. Uh, think. Yeah. 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 So my, my actual question I was going to ask you is I, I know you had spent some time back in Brazil and probably got, you know, good food and all that stuff. And I wanted to ask what is, what is an Americanized food that we do here that, that, uh, that you, that compares most to some of your favorites from Brazil
4: Mm, That's a hard one. None. <laughs> oh yeah. None. <laughs> it's just such a different lifestyle. Like I, I'll go, I will go back home and then stay there for a while. And I kind of get used to the like lifestyle there and living there. And then I get back here and everything feels so weird, but then I get used to it, you know? Right. And then when I go back home, it feels super weird. Well, but explain, just... explain weird. How, like we don't know. Uh, it's, so different because like let's say right now at club we're in preseason and then for us in brazil lunch is like the the biggest meal of our day which is like at 12 12 30 yeah like noon and then whereas now like i'm riding at 12 because we started 12 so it kind of breaks that for me you know so i'm having lunch at like four and it kind of breaks that for me when i'm in brazil like i'll where everyone will stop i'll meet my family we go have this big lunch you know and then whereas here in breakfast is super important for me it's never been the same you know Hmm. so it's just completely different and uh i mean to compare the foods it's tough man i don't know i don't know because i try to keep i try to keep eating the same things i eat back home you know like uh pasta or steak or chicken
2: oh me. sounds good to me (laughs) I like it. You put uh, all of those things into a pasta and yeah. i games. <laughs> just one dish. <laughs> I like
3: it. Uh, hey, take us through Motocross of Nations, man. I know you had, some, you had a bike issue, I believe, and that did not go how you wanted. But just the honor of being on the team, the fans, and then just how the weekend unfortunately went.
4: Oh, man, it's just, I guess, the best feeling you can have. Like, rep- for me, honestly, to represent my country, Brazil, you know, I have a lot of, fans back home that uh, support me. Uh, yeah, I mean, Brazil fans, they really get into it, you know? <laughs> like, with the Brazilian flags flags on the comments. So, I mean, I love it. But, uh, yeah, it's just an honor for me. And, yeah, Red Bud couldn't be at any better place. And it was good, actually. I felt, I felt really good. I was still struggling a little bit with my arm, but uh, I was seventh in qualifying. And then yeah the last few laps i felt like my bike was slowing down a little bit and uh yeah we we washed it and after that we started hearing a noise and then unfortunately i didn't have a spare bike so i mean i tried to find like a different bike but they only had like a stock bike for me to race and i'm like "Mm, i don't know (laughs) no thank you no yeah the motocross of nations you know i mean i would I would like to, but then, like, I wouldn't be at my best, you know? So, it's just hard. Sure. And, uh, yeah, the weekend was overall, I mean, it was good because I felt good and I did well in practice, but I could never, I mean, race and try to qualify Brazil. And I think we had, like, a good shot at it this season. But uh, hopefully next year. But for me, just to be there racing for Brazil and all, we got the cool FXR gear. It's just super, super special, man. It's just unreal feeling.
3: Yeah, those guys, are, you know, I I don't know if you've ever met Andy White at FXR. Uh, I met him recently, and I, I'm actually testing some FXR gear this weekend that I've, I've never worn before, so it it seems like such a great product.
4: Oh, no, they're the best, yeah. Andy, Brad, Milt, Carson, they're just all good people, and yep. you know, like to have this gear with Brazil colors <laughs> and then my name on it was super special. Oh, i, I love loved it. it good for you man that's awesome
2: yeah i have. I had that picture up on our yeah. youtube um did do you think that that team would have put the efforts into doing that if without you without you were you kind of like the staple for that
4: mm, they would but uh they kind of i don't know how to explain because it they kind of put most of the like not the pressure on me but they need like a good result to get through. You know, you, obviously you need two, but like I would be the one to get like the best one, let's say. Mm-hmm. So they kind of hope for me to do really well and then kind of help the team, you know, qualify. But they, I think they would go without me anyway. But like I said, for me to represent Brazil, it's super special. So I want to be racing these nations as much as I can.
3: Yeah, they they probably put a lot of the weight on your shoulders like they knew that you were going to carry them to a much better result than maybe somebody else could
4: yeah that's what that's what i mean but i just didn't want to sound like that but i understand. it's just right now it's a fact and uh, i mean i would i would like to have more guys coming up and hopefully we do you know because it's good for our sport and for our country but yeah i think they raced the last few uh, races without me yeah but they never did qualify
3: now did I see on I saw on your Instagram that did you go to Brazil to do a Arena Cross?
4: Oh, that was back in twenty 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 one. Oh yeah, that's... in November. November from last year, like a year ago. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I got it I got invited to go race there. They, so I raced that since I was a little kid in Brazil. I'm actually like five times Arena Cross <laughs> champion Brazil. But Arena Cross in Brazil is like, like a small track, super easy, but a little bit bigger than Arena Cross is here. Mm-hmm. But so they had this special last race, like a super final, and then the track was an actual super cross track built by like some guys from England. And oh. then they invited me to go. Actually, Kate Clayson was there, uh, Ryan Breeze, but they all raced 450 class. I race MX2. So yeah, I mean, obviously, it's cool to race overseas and then to race in my home home country i mean you can't get any better than that and then i won a lot of fans were there like a lot of pictures because i the last time i raced in brazil before that was 2016 so people would only see me on tv so they had a chance to see me actually racing and supercross it was it was incredible feeling you know it was just awesome
3: special i like yeah
2: yeah so enzo with oh go ahead
4: no, no, you go,
2: you go. So with with Phil having a, apparently, I'm, I'm air quoting some speed, according to our sources. Um, how has has he been trash talking? Is there any been been any off like off weird bets or anything going into this season we got going on?
4: No, no bets <laughs> as, as of now. But there's trash talk every day.
3: <laughs> there's not going to be any bets because he's too cheap.
4: He won't even put it on yeah, himself. <laughs> that's true he was telling me today oh enzo i only give give you and you don't give anything back to me <laughs> i said phil you need some love brother <laughs> yeah. he's he's, but al- no. he's
3: always what? got something to say but you know what i'll tell you this enzo at motocross nation's uh friday no saturday night yeah saturday night down there at the pit bike race he was down there with Andy White, and I was with him, and there was fans going insane. And, and, and he took so much time to talk to the fans. So people can talk all day long about him being grumpy Phil, but he's, he's a nice guy really, is. right? I mean, he likes having fun. He likes talking trash. But at the end of the day,
4: he's good people. No, I mean, he's really grumpy, but once you get to know <laughs> him, like a really good dude. I, I, no, there's been tra- a lot of trash talk between me, him, Jerma Garrett. I mean, it's every day. Oh yeah. I mean, we should have a camera on the whole time because it's funny. Funny. I agree. Yeah, I
2: watched him give a, a unprompted. He gave a kid a jacket at at Dallas, and just like the kid was sitting there freezing, and he just like hey, here's a jacket, and he was like <laughs> it was just like didn't do anything crazy. It was just it was a nice yeah, gesture.
4: A <laughs> yeah. <dude>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs>
2: Well, Enzo, so last question. That's funny I, and cool. Last question I have for
3: you is there's there's a couple riders through the series that have all this hype around them. And do you prefer, to, like, there, there's always these theories with us on these podcasts and the shows of, oh, what team is, you know, is, is Pro Circuit going to send so and so to have to go battle Jet or are they going to stay away from Jet? You know, so they have a better chance what do you think about those con- kind of conversations? Cause to me, a guy like yourself, you want to go race the best. That's what I would think.
4: I mean, I'm, I'm ready for, I mean, whatever you threw at me, like well, if I have to go West, like I would go, I mean, I'm not choosing, you know, I want to, I want to be with the best. If that means jet Lawrence, so be it. If it means, I don't yep. know, like McAdoo, so be, it. you know, I'll, I'll be ready. I'm, I'm, I'm doing the work and uh, hopefully it shows, but, Usually, I'm the how to say the sleeper, nobody really talks about me. True, and I kind of enjoyed that. <laughs> uh, I uh, yeah, I've been putting the work, and hopefully, this year is the turnaround for me. But yeah, there's a lot of talking about some guys, especially Jet, obviously. But I mean, he's proven what, what can you say, you know?
3: Yeah, he has the results. That I mean, it's fair, but I just wonder, as you are the competitor, how that makes you feel if you even care.
4: Uh, I used to more back in the day. Now I just want to prove that I can be, how to say, as much as he is right now. I can do the same things. Yep. So,
3: that's a perfect yeah. answer.
4: Well, yeah, no, I have, I know, I have what it takes. So it's just a matter of time right now.
3: Well, I can't wait for the East Coast to start, man. I'm looking forward to it. I think the first, I don't even know. I don't have the schedule in front of me. I don't know what the first round is, but it's maybe Dallas. It's, it's
4: February fourth.
3: Yeah, I know it's Houston. Houston, yeah, yeah, that's right. I think Dallas might be in uh, West Coast this year. I can't, but he, yeah, Houston, that's right. Right after, uh, right after the California rounds. Yeah.
4: Well, that,
2: that theory is kind of dumb to me because if because if, if everybody goes the opposite coast of Jet, then that it's going to make the other coast just harder. That's right. <laughs> I don't
3: know. It's is something that we all talk about. But yeah. hey, Enzo, we're going to let you go. I appreciate you coming on tonight, man. It's always fun talking to you. You're you're an entertaining guy. I love your I love your uh, attitude, and can't wait to see you race.
4: No, I appreciate the time for having me back on. I mean, I, I love it. Like I said, I don't do much of these because I never had the opportunity. So thank you so much. I, I enjoy it a lot.
3: Absolutely, we'll get you back on right before the season starts. We'll do something on vital.
4: Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. All right, buddy. Take care and thank you. Thank you. See
3: That's Enzo Lopes. Club MX, it's gonna be a good season. I just, I can't wait, man. We are less than a month away. I know.
2: It's, it's it kind of snuck up. Yeah, it's like boom! All of a sudden, it's there.
3: I, I thought you were having problems.
2: No, I'm just yeah. Doing well, my thing over here?
3: Somewhat of a short show. How's the how's the YouTube that's, chat tonight?
2: It's my super short show. <laughs> how's
3: YouTube chat tonight?
2: Uh, dude, they they had me.
3: Yeah, I saw you over there giggling.
2: Dude, they they uh, I'm the comments of about. Of of Michael were somewhat interesting.
3: Okay, all right. Well, we're not going to get into that too much. I no. do want to do want to tell everybody that if you guys are listening, we've talked about it for a long time. Come January, Moto X Pod Show is going to be part of Vital MX. Michael Lindsay and I talked a little bit more this week, trying to figure some things out. But the show will remain on the Moto X Pod Show podcast form, the the same place you're getting it now. as As of now, it could end up on the Vital one eventually. But right now, it's going to stay on it on. Just like you, it has been, it's not going to change. Um, we have some new sponsors coming on board. I can go ahead and announce. Well, I don't know if I'm supposed to announce it. We had not talked about it, but Race Tech staying on don't,
2: board. Don't do the what? What did you do for it was Fly right where you? Yeah,
3: I hit. I put. I posted it like an hour r- too early or something, God. but Race is going to be our title sponsor. They're staying on board. Got some new ones coming on. Boyson's coming on board. Guts mm-hmm. Racing, FXR, sixty helmets, uh, and then. The race winning brands, which is uh, Pro-X, Recluse, it's all going to be part of the show. And there's a nice. few others that are we're working on locking in. It's going to be good. Things there's going to be a lot of positive stuff. Just for you guys that are Patreon supporters, I'm going to shut that down at the uh, end of this month. So Shutting it everybody, down. everybody paid up. We appreciate everybody that's been a Patreon supporter. But we're going to go ahead and uh, let you guys keep your keep your little bit of mo- your money, and we appreciate it. But now that Vital's taking it over. Gonna give you guys a break on that for now. So uh, yeah, we'll k- close that account. We,
2: we got a new daddy. <laughs>
3: yeah, we'll going will go figure that out. Things are gonna change a little bit, but the show the show fat format is gonna be similar. It's gonna be some differences. Probably gonna be a different night of the week so that TJ can be here more. Uh, we're gonna try to do gypsy tales ish things with the cameras where Michael Lindsay will be in California. He can come on with video. Maybe we can get some guys in California, some writers to go over to Michael's house and be in the studio that he's building and have riders via video live. And then once we announce our newest employee that Michael kind of hinted about last night on Pulp, Mm -hmm. which I think we're announcing that Monday, that gentleman will also be doing this podcast with us at times, and he's going to have some really cool insights and different guests that we haven't ever had before. So cool things coming. Let us know what you guys think. MotoXPodShow at gmail.com. Give us your thoughts. Uh, it, they, any,
2: they all were. Are, I love my YouTube guys. They were all making sure that I was still going to be a part of the show. I love the support.
3: Yeah, well, he's not. We haven't told him yet,
2: but he's. Not. So, I said, someone has to do the cameras and talk to you, goons. I'll just
3: <laughs> run the cameras too. I'll just click. I'll click the buttons. Man, i
2: got to do the cameras and just, everything. I'll
3: just push the the three buttons you pushed. One, two, three,
2: four. All
3: right. One, two, three, all right, four. Five, go. Four, three, Deuces. two, one. One, three, two, four. Yep, that's all I do. Yep, 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 yep. 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 All I do. Yeah. Guys, it's a wrap for 251. I want to thank Michael Mosman, Enzo Lopes. I want to thank Acherbys USA, Race Tech, Fly Racing, and X Brand Goggles, Works Connection, Torque One Racing, R Jerky, Burm Lords Graphics and Jersey ID, Shuck Socks, Wiz Motorworks, Extreme Colors, Blood Lubricants, Grill Your Ass Off, True Fusion Sports, Powerband Racing. Use the promo codes while we still have them. There will be some new ones coming in 23. Uh, anything else, Scotty, before we go?
2: Nope. Okay,
3: well, it was a good show. It's somewhat short. TJ maybe Everybody back said on the you got to get to that date. No show next week. We're out.